Are you gonna giggly mood? Yeah. Because I can feel it. <laughs> can, can you? I can feel it so much, yeah. I am. I am in such a giggly mood. All right. Well, what if, what if this is just a tester? Let's just, yeah. Let's we'll just, just go see, for we'll it. We'll just see what happens. happens. Yeah. And we can always come back and do it again. That, feel, that feels much better because yeah. I'll just giggle the whole Because this has been like, just like the racing around. <laughs> like, it's just not. <laughs> I know. I'm like, you're usually literally on point with everything. Yeah. And I'm usually the one doing what you were doing this morning. And I'm like, okay. I know. Being the observer this morning. I know. And you've been so good just working away, doing your little tasks. And yeah, I appreciate you so much. (laughs) You are listening to the Circle of Life podcast. Where conversations on life, healing, and the human experience walk us home over and over again. I am your host, Ellen, and this is a home for the healing. A place for curious minds, big hearts, and a different kind of conversation. The Circle of Life podcast serves to invoke the deepest parts of you and remind you that you are your greatest resource. If you, like me, value depth, raw conversations and a good old-fashioned dose of heart-to-heart medicine this space is especially akin to you together we'll remember the capacity of our human spirit and what it means to be healing whole and a part of this extraordinary circle of life i hope you find as much medicine and resonance in the words and stories shared as i do in bringing them to you it's truly such an honor to have you here g'day and welcome Welcome to the Circle of Life podcast, episode one, two solis and a couch. I cannot even begin to tell you just how bloody unreal it feels to be back. And there's so much, there's just so much, um, and I'm not going to get into it now. Um, but I want you to know, I want you to know a few things before you dive into this episode today, um, because This is a conversation that I just know so many of you are going to enjoy. And the nature of this conversation really is a reflection and an illustration of the types of conversations that I am all about these days. And they are unscripted, unfiltered, and just in the moment, deeply present, deeply attuned, and deeply connected to what's alive inside and it really is a beautiful reflection of, of, of how that sounds and what that looks like when we are tapped in. And I'm very, very interested in creating a home together with you where, where we get to receive more of what that looks like and we get to experience together um, the medicine in that. And we get to practice that together. It's really, really beautiful. Um, so... A few things that I want to share with you before you go on to today's episode. Um, Let's see if I can, let's see if I can jam it all in. So there's so much here that's going to be, you know, offered to you in this space. Um, But today's episode was with a very dear friend of mine who I call a Solly. (laughs) 
<laughs> so the episode is two solas in a couch. That's what it's called. And I wanted to give you a little bit of context around what a soli is to me. And, you know, I don't even know where the word originated from. It came from my heart. Um, I've never heard it before. It was just something that I started calling the people in my life who were really close to me. And it stuck. (laughs) And the reason I want to share this with you is because at some point along this journey together, I would really love to open a conversation with you about what it means to cultivate a solely relationship or how to cultivate and bring solely's into your life. Because I know and feel, because I have been this, um, I know and sense and feel how how there is a bit of a yearning and a bit of a longing to have and create and cultivate these connections with not just the men in our lives, but the women in our lives and what actually limits and restricts and prevents us from having these types of relationships. And I certainly have a huge, interesting, very um, curious and fiery background in feeling very, 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 I want to say afraid of women, (laughs) afraid of women. Um, And as I've, you know, as I've grown, as I've gotten older, as I've experienced many, many different versions of myself, I've seen this play out in different ways. And I am currently 34 years old and I can count on one hand how many dear friends I have in my life. And, you know, not any of them are from my childhood. Not any of them are from school. Not any of them are from a long time ago. And um, it's just a very interesting, beautiful, expansive conversation that I'd really like to have with you. So I wanted to share a little bit with you about what a solely actually is to me. Um, So you've got some context just for your own heart. And so even now, maybe you can start to begin to cultivate that within yourself and in your own life, if it's something that you want. Um, So a solely to me is, this is what I call the friends and the women in my life with whom I have a really special and soul level connection with. And I'm going to go beyond saying connection because it actually is so much deeper than that. It's a resonance. It's a shared knowing and understanding it's a shared presence it's a shared understanding of the way that we that we choose to be in the world and it's the kind of the kind of relationship where you can it's actually beyond where you can just be yourself right it's actually beyond that we actually what happens in my solely relationships is we actually invoke in each other our medicine right so when i'm in conversation when i'm in relation with my soulies they invoke my medicine. They bring something out of me that, you know, doesn't otherwise come out, at least not like that. And that right there is is a big part of why I want to open up this conversation and expand it because my soul is bring out that medicine in me. And I don't know if you have people in your life. I really hope you do. But if you don't, um, you might not really know what I mean by that. And that's something that I would love to just leave you contemplating with you know, something, a bit of a cliffhanger maybe just to to start exploring in your own life. But these are women, these are people that actually invoke something in me, right? My medicine, they have me saying things where I'm like, where did that come from? I didn't even know that existed inside me, right? It's where the conversation just pours out organically. And you say things, like I said, you didn't even know were inside you, right? And in you know and in parallel to that the space is held 
and there's no rush to say your piece. Have you ever noticed that in conversation with people? You might even hear it in podcasts, Um, like people rushing to say their piece. That's like holding space. It's, oh gosh, I really understand. (laughs) I wonder if anyone rolled their eyes holding space because it's just something, you know, we hear a lot now. But are we actually embodying that? Are we actually patient? Are we really listening? Are we really holding that space? Are we actually suspending ourselves in that space between when it's our turn to speak and when it's someone else's turn to speak and when it's our turn to listen? Because holding that space and having that space held is a big part of why I believe that medicine is invoked in the first place. You know, it's, it's how we're able to invoke that in each other. We listen and we attune right? We attune to the space and there's no rush. There's just no rush to say your piece. You know that you're going to be held in that way. So you can take your time and you can breathe deep and you can move from your belly. You can move from your heart. Okay. So I have every intention of exploring these types of relationships and how to curate them in your own lives in the future. And I really want you to look forward to that because it really is something special. And I don't really hear anyone talking about it. And, um, in saying that, I don't really I don't really, I'm not really listening to anyone at the moment. So (laughs) I'm not really listening to any podcast or anything at the moment. So I'm not actually sure if there are, um, but in my world, I'm not hearing that. Um, So in addition to hearing more about, you know, cultivating these beautiful solely relationships, you can also look forward to learning more about what the Circle of Life podcast is all about. Okay, because if I'm completely honest with you, I'm learning as we go. I'm learning with you. Right, this is a vision that is truly being channeled through me, and it's not until I'm in the conversation, or I'm in the writing, or I'm in the experience, I'm in the action, and I'm, I'm literally right there in the unfolding of it all, that there is really any sort of clarity. Right, it's just a, and perhaps we will speak more about this as we go. It's a, it's a knowing, it's a feeling, it's it drops in, and I move, right, and so I don't really, I like I know, and we'll explore that as we go. Um, but if there's one thing that I could say to you about the Circle of Life podcast, it would be that um, it's it's a world. You know, I really, truly, um, when I'm when I'm working within myself and my own practice and, and with my clients and really any work that I do, that just just the way I see the see the world now, right? Um, I the circle. Right? I, I work with circles all of the time. Circles, cycles, seasons, phases right it's it's one of the most ancient if not the most ancient symbol universal symbol in the world right and it's one that i I truly refer to often um so instead of giving you a big spiel about what the circle of life is what the circle of life podcast is i'm just going to trust that everything you need to know will be woven through each episode as it comes through um and there's something really beautiful about that there's something really beautiful to me about not knowing everything before we begin and just being really open to surprises, right? And to really the unexpected of it, of it all, like the unexpectedness of it all, right? And that for me makes a really nourishing and enjoyable journey. So yeah, I really hope you feel that too. I really hope you feel the magic in that. Um, so today's episode, my loves, I'm, I'm just going to get stuck in. Um, it's such a powerful conversation with one of my beautiful sisters, uh, my beautiful soulies. And rather than sort of give you a... Rather than kicking this off with like a really direct, um, say, educational piece or a really direct, specific conversation or a direct line into some sort of resource today, 
I'm giving you an unfiltered conversation that truly illustrates more than what I could offer you by being direct and intellectual when it comes to two solis and a couch, right? Because it's just, <laughs> it, this really just speaks into everything that I've already shared, right? To be unfiltered, to be just in the conversation and really listening and, and just tapping in and responding from that place. Um, you know, it's, it's so beautiful. It really is. And, um, I'm really excited for what you get to receive today. Um, I also want to say that I have added in some interesting little pieces into the podcast today. So um, I've, I've given you a couple behind the scenes little snippets. Um, they're just little snapshots of audio recordings. Um, and it's just because I really wanted to give you guys a feel for what's kind of going on behind the scenes. Um, and so there's two tiny little snippets is one right after this. There's one, and there's one at the very, very end of the episode as well. Um, so if you stick around to the end, like the Marvel movies, you, you'll get a little, just a tiny little snippet. They're not long, um, but I really feel like it adds flavor. I think it adds a little fun, and I hope, I really hope it just brings a smile to your face um, to hear two women just deeply enjoying the process and the journey of birthing and creation like this, because I know I can speak on behalf of myself and my beautiful guest today. Um, it truly lights our souls on fire to be doing doing this work, to be here with you, to be having these powerful conversations um, and deeply enjoying the process. So I just wanted to add these little tiny snippets in so you could just really feel us um, because we are human too. And a big part of the Circle Life of Life podcast is all about the human experience, is about being human. Um, and part of adding this in has required me to really uh, – you know, work with some of my own shadows around being seen in this way. So it's medicine. It's, it's medicine for me and I hope it's medicine for you too. All right. So because we didn't start the episode with who I'm speaking to today and what it's about, which, you know, I don't love starting podcast episodes like that. You know, when you opt in and you start listening to a podcast and it's like, well, I'm here today with da, 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 and they do this. And I've certainly done that in the past and I'll probably do it again. Um, but I really didn't want to start here because honestly, it just felt really boring. And so today I'm on this podcast episode, I'm interviewing my dear friend, Roxy, who is the founder of Earth Studio and Naked Earth um, Skincare, which I'll speak short, uh, more about shortly. Um, but she's a dear friend of mine, first and foremost, and I have had the, pr- the pleasure and the privilege of witnessing this woman unravel. I've witnessed her enter the depths and I've witnessed her expand and open to, 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 to cultivate and curate the friendship that we have today, right? She's a deep source of my inspiration and she invokes medicine in me. She invokes, she touches me in such a deep place that words pour out of me that I didn't even know were in there, okay? And her medicine, her medicine and, and what she uh, offers the world is the, the medicine of energy, the medicine of touch. And it's really beautiful. So I'm really excited for what you get to receive today. Um, So Roxy is, as I mentioned, she's the founder of Earth Studio here in our local town of Newcastle. Her beautiful, beautiful studio is nestled in just behind the beach in Redhead. And it truly is something special. Um, Roxy and her team work with the medicine of touch, right? Through her range of services from energetic healing and massage and 
she's also the founder of Naked Earth Organic Skincare, which I personally use and love. And I know many of you listening in do too. Um, so I wanted to make sure that you could find her and her work and her medicine um, because we didn't speak about this on the podcast. We didn't, I didn't touch on it. I didn't even, it just wasn't what the episode was about, but I wanted to make sure that um, in exchange for her time, her energy and her service in showing up for you today, um, you know, you, you could at the very least go and find her and, and um, tap into her medicine if it feels right, if it resonates with you. Um, so uh, you can find Roxy over on Instagram uh, under at Roxy underscore earth. That's earth with a U. So U-R-T-H, Roxy underscore earth. Um, and I will link up her Instagram and her website and all the beautiful details in the show notes so you can tap in. And um, this conversation between the two of us today is a beautiful illustration of words and stories served up medium rare, which is everything that I just am so excited to bring to you this this season, this um, yeah, this time around. So if you enjoy this episode, um, please, please, please like, comment and share with someone um, and just help us grow this really beautiful community of heart-led humans making a difference in the world. And um, just a gentle final reminder that all podcasts in the future um, may be paywalled. Okay. And this is really about supporting me in bringing my work, this work, what you're tapping into right now to the world. It's so I can sustain it. It's so that I can actually nourish myself um, as part of that. So my invitation is if you're not yet already, please go over to my Substack and subscribe to receive all the podcast episodes in the future, as well as all my writing pieces and all the resources that I'm creating over there, the home that I'm building over there for us, um, directly to your inbox. And you can do that at the link in the show notes below, or you can go to thecircleoflife.substack.com, or you can download the Substack app and search the Circle of Life with Ellen Travisaris and subscribe that way. And um, as of now, everything that I that everything that I'm working on is free. Um, so you can come on over if it feels nice, um, take a look around and if it resonates, take a seat at the table with me, join me, join us. I'd be so honored to have you. And, um, yeah, I'm really, really excited. This is such a, it's been a, it's, it's, if you only knew my friends and we'll get into it. Um, but it has been a very arduous process getting to this point. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited to be here. So. With every cell in my being, thank you for being here. Sit back in your heart, exhale, and enjoy two soulies and a couch, a beautiful illustration of life, healing, and the human spirit. All right, my love. Um, Oh, there's so much that I could say about you and about why I wanted to start this experience, this journey with you. Um, and it's your medicine, you know, mm-hmm. your medicine and what it is that you carry. It's, it's really beautiful. And I'm really excited for the people listening, um, who are taking the space to listen. Um, mm, because I just know how much, how much of a gift you are to the world. And I'm really excited for people to, to learn more about you and to receive your heart. Mm. Yeah, I'm really excited. So 
Could we maybe start with, so this space is, you know, I'm really, really interested in opening the floor to people who are really interested in offering their medicine to the world and who are doing really beautiful things in the world, but also um, who are real. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Who <laughs> <laughs> are real. I'm so, thinking that, yeah. Um, and it is a home for, for so many women, I think, about, you know, my community and who they are and what it is that would feel really nourishing for them to receive. And it's, And it is, in so many ways, it's the imperfection of life. It's, it's not always having the right answer. It's not always having the right words. It's not all, always just getting everything perfect and getting everything right. Um, and I think the way that this started today is kind of perfect. It's so <laughs> perfect. It's so my life. That's why I think find it just so hilarious because you're like, I'm so sorry. This is my life. Just watching you work away it's just my life it doesn't bother me at all I'm just like this is life baby yeah this is just yeah it is this is life so can we start with your story yes yeah do you want to tell us a story um yes I will tell you a story so I'm going to say the words that I always say it's very difficult to explain and I guess I'm like where do I start where Mm. would you like me to start like how okay kind of put it all together into one story because I feel like there is a hundred different stories in one story Mm. my story which it feels like there's snippets of so many different versions of myself um that I've kind of walked through and so it's a beautiful question but also just a huge question because there's so many stories within one story Mm. Mm. Which story would you like me to begin with? <laughs> I love how that illustrates how not simple being human is. Like oh, it is, but it yes. isn't. And it's, I really, I really appreciate that. Like the story that feels most resonant to tell. So I've had people ask me this question a yeah. lot. And it's like when people ask you, like, what do you do? I'm like, fuck. <sighs> Ah, oh, like, can you warn me next my, time? My eye twitches when like, um, uh, you know. Because it's just not a question that's really easy for me to answer. I prefer to tell a story. And so I like to consider, I suppose, the space I'm in, the company I'm in, and just honestly, what comes through, like what comes through in my heart when I think about, you know, who it is that I might be serving, the women that might be listening in, you mm. know, who are perhaps on a healing journey or perhaps just really interested in having a different kind of conversation that's not distracting but more Mm. just uh, like a refresher it's Mm. it's nourishing for their soul um but I see you as a woman who has this incredible gift of touch yeah so your your Mm. medicine is to heal through touch would Mm. you agree yeah definitely I feel like it's through touch Um, It's also through, I feel like I've walked so many different paths within my life because I've had to, I have to, I've had to be able to feel and like truly feel. It's like one thing, um, you know, being able to kind of, I guess, feel where someone's coming from or, you know, have a little bit of understanding or, you know, um, what's the word? There's another word for it as well. Just, um feeling through something or being um, empathizing on this situation or whatever but I feel like 
what I was born to do was experience all these different things in my life so then I can not only empathize with someone or whatever I've walked that fire so I can walk with you in a way that I shouldn't say nobody else can I'm not going to say that but in a way that is it's big in a big way because I can also feel exactly what it is like um you know and I know for every single person it's different but there's just a richness with that there's such a gift through that so Mm. I do channel that through touch um and a few different ways as well it's very difficult again to explain um a lot through just presence like being there um people tend to just um unravel um and their stories come out and you know there's a feeling of intense peace safety you know to draw that out and bring it to the light um so yeah i think in my lifetime there has been so many so many different fires and situations where you know if i was to begin telling each and each one it would they just it's like they don't even all go together it's so Mm. bizarre that one person has experienced so many different different things so yeah at the time you know there's a lot of people that would say oh my goodness that's you know crazy or the amount of stuff that one person has walked through um but for me now it's such a it's such a gift I see it oh it's and you know experience is expensive um having that depth is expensive um you know and the expense is 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 walking through those times it's you know having those I guess some people look at it scars but oh it's just a beautiful thing so yes Mm. short answer to that is yes it's through touch it's through um presence it's through something out of this world I feel that's very hard to to put into words Mm. yeah I love it the uh there's so many pieces in this that I just think are really beautiful it's the you know, when you've walked through certain transitions or fires mm. in your life, you are, that's when I believe you are bestowed the medicine that qualifies you to walk then with mm. those who are transitioning or moving through similar things in life. Mm. Um, and it offers us so much. It offers us the language to help another person put on their experience when they're like in the middle of the fire and they don't know what's happening. Mm. And you're like, ah. Oh, and it, it also bestows upon us this trust. So what I love about what you've just said is, or what I hear is that that unraveling, that, that, that unraveling that happens, that is allowed to happen in the people that you're working with, it's allowed to happen because you trust so deeply in what it is that they're going through, not just because you've walked it, but because you've come out the other side. And you're not afraid of how messy and chaotic Mm. and crazy and confusing and even seemingly dark sometimes Mm. that can be for someone because you've been there and it's Mm. and it's not that they are um there's like it's not that you that you're putting any label on that you just trust that that's their process yeah absolutely you do and it excites me they're like why are you so excited this is so dark and I'm like oh you wait to see what's going to come out of this one this one's a good one (laughs) so yeah it does excite me um yeah it really does it's 
it's exciting and you know I know that before we take that that step if you know something else comes up we've got to walk through another one it's just that we know what's coming but um yeah I guess just breathing life into someone that needs a little bit of um something just to just to get them through just to help trust as well trusting Mm. the process yeah yeah and even though we're designed to heal you know innately we all have that beautiful um capacity inside to really move through these things it doesn't necessarily mean we were designed to do it alone Mm, absolutely we're designed to have people around us supporting us walking us through these rites of passage in a sense these transitions these beautiful opportunities to expand to break down to you know really gosh crack open Mm. um and deepen our human experience yeah absolutely and that's one big thing that i'm learning to lean into is that it's not supposed to be done on your own obviously there's times where you do need to go into a little cave and and really kind of go deeply inward by yourself um but there's also times where you do need to reach you know you do need to reach out for a little bit of air a little bit of support and it's beautiful and i've had to to do that more so recently um and that in itself has been a huge game changer for me it really has it really really has it's made my connections with people deeper um usually I have you know people come to me and I hold that for them but for me to you know to basically to flip it it's that in itself has been huge medicine for me Mm. yeah another layer ripped off I'm like oh okay (laughs) oh hello there yeah it's another layer and I've had the privilege of witnessing that in you as well and it's just so beautiful and you're right you can't like there is we ourselves can only process right like no one else can process for us no one else can cry for us no Mm. one else can you know do whatever it is that needs to be done internally as Mm. we are walking through those fires as we're moving through those transitions no one can do that for us but as you said, just, you know, allowing someone to just support you, you know, just even just hold your hand for like a little moment. And mm. it's not about taking the pain away. It's not about taking the hardship away. And it's not really even about sharing it. It's just about recognizing you're not fully alone and you mm. don't have to be alone. Yes. You don't have to be. You can. Mm. And and even you said yourself, like it, it just, it deepens you. It expands mm. you. It opens you up. It's like a whole other level. Mm absolutely and it's like it's very interesting because at the beginning and um when i say beginning i mean like i don't know what even is the beginning don't even get me started or <laughs> just go on a tangent about the beginning of something i'm like oh um okay years and years so my younger years i'm just gonna say my younger years um i felt that i had to do it on my own i felt like i had to do it on my own because um it that was strong like that was strong it was weak to kind of lean on anybody else and so I nearly kind of was going through you know walking through these fires and I still do in a sense but obviously I've I've softened I've broken open quite a lot but um walking through these fires and and feeling like this savage like yeah she does it alone she does you know but that in itself I've come to realize now um, there were so many shields over my heart. Um, so yeah, I've, it's like, I've just broken open and this has only been the last couple of years that I've truly, really broken open mm. and allowed myself that. And it's been such a gift it truly has it's softened me in ways that I never 
could have imagined. Um, I've always known that I've had an extremely soft heart, but I've really protected that um, throughout the years. Mm. Yeah, it's so beautiful to feel on someone that that openness. Mm. Um, because similar to you, and I feel like this is why we just connect on so many beautiful mm. levels. Because you know, for me, that was my goodness. Like I was so. I was so open to contribution. I was so open to giving and just like, mm. really, I really wanted to show up for people. I really wanted to be there in the ways that, you know, for a lot of my life, people haven't been there for me in those tender, you know, nourishing ways. Um, but I was still guarded. Yes. My heart was still in a way like it was, it was like, I, I can do this for you, but I won't allow you to do this yes. for me. And it's yeah. like that half of the equation, it's the giving and receiving. It's mm. like, I'm so happy to give, but receiving, oh, that feels oh, a little bit. what is that? Yeah. That's burning. That's it a is. bit ouch. Um, but yeah, that's, but it's like, you know, too much of one thing becomes our kryptonite in a way. And it mm. actually waters down or limits our capacity to serve at a deeper level because we're not actually receiving. So mm. we can't really serve at that at that level that actually requires us to surrender and go deep yeah. and let go it's like that receiving is it's almost like that beautiful feminine mm. it's like to really receive love yeah. to really receive support to really let someone do something kind mm. for you yeah it's very interesting because my movements were very feminine and flowy and I'm always with life just I'm so so flowy probably a little bit too too flowy that's my natural state but like you were saying, um, yeah, I really kind of, once it come to receiving, I just, it was a huge block for me, huge, huge block for me. And then I've realized through, and it, this is just recently as well, like it got to the point where I'd realized that by blocking that and not letting somebody in, um, I guess to fill you up or just to help um, take a, a little bit of that pain or just shift that a little bit, just letting those people in. Um, I went through extreme burnout, extreme to the point of, you know, not sleeping. Like I, I, I think there was probably a year and a half, maybe two years of my sleep was insane. Probably an hour, two hours a night. That is it. Mm. Um, completely lost my appetite. There's just so many things physically um, that I was holding on to because I wasn't able to let anybody in. Um, so that was a huge thing. Yeah. Mm. I feel like it's, it's that, um, oh, that healing cycle that you move through when you realize oh, like you can only go so far, like you mm. can only go so far in your contribution and your service and your giving until you realize I'm actually limited. Yes. Yeah, and you, and you do, that's it. Yeah. And your body will show it. And yeah. it, it's funny because I ignored it for so long. I'm like, okay, there needs to be a different way of me showing up. There needs to be, you know, something, there needs to be something more. What what I'm doing now is not working. And I realized I was coming from a place of myself. I wasn't using myself as just a pure vessel. Um, I was, it was me giving. It was, you know, my body giving. It wasn't this place of just using myself as a vessel. Um, so it was nearly like, you know, trying to be, I was being led to, you know, deal with what was going on with my body, um, listen to my body because there was a better way. There was a better way. And our bodies show us, you know, all these little signs, symptoms, everything. It shows us because there is a better way. And if, unless we lean into that and listen, um, we will continue to loop. 
and we'll mm. stay in what we're staying in um and that's just one small snippet i guess yeah mm. beautiful it's um reminds me of that saying how we do one thing is how we do everything and how you know if we're not able to receive a certain type of thing say love then it's likely mm. we won't be able to receive abundance yeah. or receive some sort of nourishment or yes. receive depth or do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like just all the different essences and qualities and styles of receivership. It's like we won't be able to receive pleasure. Like just not being able to receive in one area does seem to extend itself to all the other 100% areas. 100% it does. Yeah. Absolutely. It really, really does. Mm. I yeah. can feel that deeply. I'm so <laughs> I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's nearly like you're living this um, – and you don't realize it at the time. You know something's off and, you know, but it, that connection, you don't make that connection. You don't have that aha moment. You really don't until after the fact. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah so that's <laughs> interesting. Um, but, yeah, and it's nearly like living on that, you know, you were saying about, you know, returning to your roots. Um, we get so lost and stuck in this um, – this kind of cycle and this looping and you know there's so many women that I've spoken to that are actually unable to enjoy life like the moments the small moments in life Mm -hmm. um the slowing down the the everything they can't feel that excitement it's dulled it's like where's you know they're like I, I can't remember what it feels like to be excited about something or um to feel pleasure deep pleasure to deeply surrender to open myself up and I feel like this is such a huge thing like going on at the moment with collective like women like men as well like it's just there's so much there's so much that um i guess we're being sort of led to look at Mm. it's like we have blinders on yeah and with so much going on in the world that collective energy field can sometimes feel really thick and really Mm. heavy and it's um what's that saying it's kind of like you know why open yourself up to the world when you know like you just wait for the penny to drop or the shoe to drop because Mm. you'll just eventually just get smacked back down, Mm. you know? And I think that really speaks to, um, our resilience. Um, but I can personally relate to the last 18 months of like actually having to titrate happiness back into my life Mm. from doing so much, just deep, deep, deep stuff. And also feeling like the last year I've I've probably felt more lost (laughs) than I felt. Um, like I felt very lost at different stages of the past 18 months and it's, and they've been like these really small, um, seasons, like really small, short seasons of just feeling really lost and like unable to tap into, um, that happiness that you speak about Mm. and that excitement. And it's been for me, um, it sounds so strange, but like titrating it in, like actually getting back into right relationship with what is life, like Mm. actually what is life. And it's not, it's almost like the shattering of what you think life is when it comes to happiness, because it looks so big in the lives of seemingly everyone else. But the happiness piece is, and the excitement piece is, it's like getting excited over like a beautiful green leaf that you find on the ground. That's like Mm. a perfect shape. Mm. And it's getting back into right relationship with, like life itself earth Mm. herself mother like the earth mother herself having a right relationship with nature Mm. because she is in my opinion the only constant and everything else sort of comes and goes and so titrating that happiness has been for me in particular and i'm really curious about you know your thoughts on this is 
you know, actually going into the seemingly insignificant, Mm. like the really teeny tiny aspects of life and getting really excited and grateful about them. Like, Mm. honestly, like just the rain, like the sun in the sky, the way it feels on my skin, like actually um, like little glimmers of beauty in Mm. nature that, again, I can sort of find anywhere at all times, no matter what is happening it's it doesn't come and go it's not like the the big stuff or the money coming in the bank or and there's nothing wrong with that but it's just what is that constant thread that i can tap into and it's Mm. that you know tuning into the frequency of nature that's a constant Mm. that i can always tap into and find some level of gratitude which Mm. is you know that sits at that same sort of frequency as is joy Mm. it is it's very interesting because it's like its own medicine that there's been so many times where that is the only thing that has pulled me out Mm. of being in this state of extreme darkness or you know my dark night of the soul or all these things it's it's the only constant like you were saying the only thing to pull me out was to completely slow down and connect deeply with the blade of grass that was touching my toe or you know waking up and feeling the cool water fresh water kind of on my face there was so many things that um and it was the simple like the simplest of things that was enough to kind of start pulling me out of that really really dark all those really really dark states um because there has been so many um and that's the only constant it's yeah. very interesting that you brought that up because it was a bit of a light bulb moment because I'm like, that has been my constant. Mm. And it's the simplest form of medicine. And we have it all around us, all around us. It's so beautiful, yeah. so beautiful. And when you tap into that and you can truly begin to to feel that and bring that through the body, it's anything can happen and you adjust I don't know, you have a way, I shouldn't say a way out, but you have that medicine available to you at any time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a huge, huge, huge thing, huge yeah. thing. Um, it brings me back to when I was, oh, I would have been, how old would I have been? Um, 17 or 16? It would have been between my 16th and 17th birthday. Um, you know, I had my son who was, he would have been maybe 10 months at the time. I, it's funny because my memory of those times are really quite limited. I don't have a lot of memory um, at all. But during that t- period, time period of my life, you know, after living in, you know, the refuge with my, my little baby and, you know, we, we had to take off, we had to leave um, the state and live somewhere else for a time period while things were going through court and um, all that sort of stuff. So it was safer for us to be out of state. And I remember driving out, so it was Alice Springs at the time. So, and that place is so sacred to me because of, you know, the earth, the color, like the red. So red now for me is is a huge healing. Um, Yeah, I just, picture the beautiful red dirt um but yeah just moments of of driving out of the town that I was staying in and it was so barren so so red so dusty so hot um and just being in that state having this you know this young baby um at the time and I used to just go for hours just hours and you know just connecting in with what was my surroundings and at the time I didn't realize exactly what what was happening I just knew 
that mentally, you know, those, um, I guess those constant thoughts or that fear, that fearfulness or those yucky emotions in the body. I didn't even know what really emotions were at that time. I really didn't. It was just, you know, that sick feeling or that, um, you know, the heart racing or that being unable to breathe, going out there for hours and just putting my feet in the hot sand, um, looking at how red it was. Like I used to collect red uh, jars of red dirt and play with it in my hands. I was just a child myself, but just going out and, and just being so in nature. Um, and that pulled me out of a lot of dark times. Mm. Yeah. And now that I think about it, there's so many periods of time where I've felt the pull just to go and be in nature and simplify everything when, you know, things are getting too over overwhelming or, um, I can feel within my body that I'm reaching a point of just I've, I, I can't do what I'm doing any longer. That's my that's my go-to. It's living in a shed for <laughs> nine months of basic living with no electricity mm. or hot water or running water um, just to paint for, for nine months. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's just, yeah, something that I've always kind of done. And it's interesting that you've just brought that up just then I'm like oh okay yeah Mm -hmm. that's actually moments of time where that's just been my true medicine to bring me out yeah I just feel like your story is so beautiful thank you for sharing um but the what I feel is that there is innately within us this desire to do that Mm. like to, to connect with with nature I feel like we it she mirrors how not alone we are no matter mm. how alone we feel yeah yeah you know she's like she is the earth mother she holds mm. she yeah. holds and she's so happy to to be there with you and to receive from you and to to support you mm. literally be the earth underneath your feet in you know a really really hard time yeah. a really tender time mm. um and i just love that i love that that has been your experience without yeah. even knowing Do yeah you know, like without know. the conscious awareness of yeah. that actually being i just believe it's because we're deeply hardwired because we are nature mm. like we, yeah. we are her and we i see it a lot i really believe so many of us right now are craving simplicity yeah craving that oh simplicity absolutely like it's just it, truly like it's mm. just just my opinion i guess my belief but i do see it in the way people rush and speak and you know, when I'm in the presence of someone who is seeking simplicity, it's it's like they're living, whoa, 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 whoa. Like I feel their energy going boop, 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 like really, really, really high. Um, I'm like, let's go put our bare feet on the earth. Mm. <laughs> let's just see what happens. Yeah. And it, it's almost like it just activates something that's already there, lying maybe a little dormant, just a little, you know, a little dusty. Mm. And like it just activates that part of them. And, and then we reconnect and we remember and it's it's actually that simple like what if what if it were that simple Mm. and it it didn't have to be um you know this like this whole complex complicated thing that's uh, that's so beautiful because this is the whole time i'm like it is so simple it is so simple we don't need to spend you know crazy amounts of money on 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 this and that and healing and doing this thing and that thing and it's it's just so simple it's like you were saying, you know, just bringing it back to your roots, just bringing it back to the roots of where we're supposed to be. It's so simple. It's all around us. It yeah. truly is. It's so simple. Yeah. 
So <clears throat> I have this this thing. It's I call it a driveway moment. So <laughs> I love this. <laughs> so <clears throat> you know, I started my journey over 10 years ago now I think and I was sitting on the driveway of an ex-boyfriend's house and he, and it was just I think up until that point I say this a lot but I think up until that point I hadn't really had like a, a thought of my own like everything mm. that I was the way I was living my life the way I was speaking the way I was you know acting the way I would make decisions like everything mm. about me had in some way had been conditioned to do that in that way so I don't feel like up until that point I'd really mm. sort of had my own thoughts around who am I like who am I really what do I what do I like like mm. what, what do is I want? yeah what, what do, do I, I want what is you know like do I like do I, am I even happy like just starting to have questions and I was anyway I was sitting on the driveway and I was just in what I would consider, you know, those catalytic moments where like, I think we all have them, which is why I call it a driveway moment with those catalytic moments where everything shifts, Mm. like everything shifts. For me, that was sitting on that driveway, scrolling through Facebook and seeing my teacher at the time. um, She was, you know, posting about her life and I'd seen it pop up a lot. And I was like, Mm. what, like, what is she, like, what is this? Like, she's, she's just like talking about things that I'd never really seen before, but Mm. there was, not an intellectual part of me that was curious about what that was. There was mm. a part of my body. There was like an energetic something going on inside me. I like didn't have words for it at the time. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on, but I felt really magnetized to what she was doing. And that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to go learn from this woman. I'm going to like, I'm going to go be a student and I'm going to start my journey. I'm going to start my healing journey. And you know, I didn't know that's what was happening at the time. I was like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, make some cool decisions. I'm going to, mm. you know, I had no idea what was going to happen at that time. But that for me was a driveway moment. And what made it a driveway moment was I was in a relationship with someone who we had, we just saw the world very differently and we wanted very different things. And at that time I hadn't done any work on myself. I didn't really know anything about my emotions. I didn't know really anything about anything, really. Mm. I just only what I'd been told. And I was in this really honestly it was just such a a confusing weird space to be in but that right there was my driveway moment that's where it all began for me Mm. and I know you have multiple but like where like what is a driveway moment that you'd be like keen Mm. to share with us because they're so so powerful Mm. I love I love just reflecting and reminding us of how our lives can change so quickly yeah okay I have so many driveway moments. It's so interesting because it's like I have a bunch of them, but all of them represent a like an aha moment, I guess, for that part of my life. Um, so I'm not sure if that makes sense or not. I knew that I would say that <laughs> so much. Um, but truly for me, it feels like there's just so many snippets, so many driveway moments for that period of my life. Um, so it's like I have that aha, okay, what do I want? So recently I've just had um, one recently when all of these things were coming to a head and, you know, I wasn't sleeping and I wasn't eating probably, I wasn't looking after my body or nourishing myself. Um, and I guess I felt like I was pushing through life and pushing through my business. Like it wasn't it wasn't like I was being led anymore. I had periods of time where I started the business and I felt led to do that. And I was in this beautiful flow. And, um, but you know, there was a, there was a a part where things had switched 
And all of a sudden, I didn't know how I got there. I was like, how am I here? How am I feeling like I need to push, push, push and and do this and do that just to fit in and, um, you know, hustle. And it, it just didn't feel right to me. And I guess that was a huge driveway moment for me. Um, I was actually at the studio and I walked in and, yeah, I nearly actually passed out. Like I I felt so faint. Um and I had to go in the back area, take a seat. Um, and all of a sudden I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this doesn't look like me anymore. This is not, this doesn't reflect my, reflect my soul anymore. Um, and everything that I've always created has been a snippet of um, a part of my soul or all of my heart at that time or, you know, whatever it may be. But in that moment, I was like, what am I doing? I had this huge aha moment. And again, and it was like this huge veil had been lifted again. And all of a sudden I was asking those same questions. I'm like, what am I doing here? Um, do I like doing this? Is this still serving me? Is this still serving the community? How am I reaching the people that I'm supposed to be reaching? Am I sharing the part of my heart that I'm supposed to be sharing? It was nearly like I didn't even... Um, I didn't, I couldn't look at myself and, and know who I was in that moment. It was like I was a snippet of somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it was like, a, again, me having to dive deeper. Who am I? Who am I after all of this stuff? Who actually am I? It's like we create versions of ourselves, um, snippets through hurt or, you know, trauma or this or that or whatever else. But who am I at, at my very core? Who am I? Um, and again, going back to, um, it would have been when I was really, really young, like we grew up very religious household. Um, it was Jehovah's witness and it was like that whole era, I guess that whole kind of season for me was, was growing up and, and not celebrating birthdays and not celebrating Christmases and, you know, going to church and this and that, and, you know, the belief system about during that period of time was so fear-based that I completely lost I didn't know who I was then and I know as children we're just finding ourselves but to completely feel blank like blank like not even know your likes dislikes um nothing the awareness just yeah it was just not even it was like this autopilot and I remember feeling like that at a really 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 young age and I guess that first aha moment would have been at that period of time when um, I was actually looking at one of the girls. It was her birthday at the time. Mine had been the day before. So, you know, we weren't allowed to have our name on the birthday list at school. So the day before it was my birthday, um, nobody really, like nobody wished me a happy birthday or sang. Or And the next day the girl kind of... Um, you know, had that, that moment of everybody singing for her and, and celebrating the day that she was born. And again, that was another huge driveway moment. Uh, I think I would have been maybe 12, 11 or 12 at the time. But um, I remember it hitting me, me thinking, okay, who actually, I, yeah, who am I? It was a, another huge moment of who am I? But I've had multiple who am I moments um, throughout my lifetime I guess and in that pivotal point it's like you know reaching into that and feeling into those questions and and nearly 
not even just connecting in with self because now I can do that quite quickly, but searching. It's like this continuous search. And I've found that throughout the years. Each driveway moment in between has just been a continual search. Mm. You know, there's been so many, like the death of my brother as well, like watching him um, go from completely healthy and, and, you know, having cancer and being sick and being a part of that journey as well. That whole veil of of life within itself was Mm -hmm. lifted, you know, and it's like we don't have forever. We don't have forever. Every single day we have that we have breath in our lungs is, um, and that again was a huge driveway moment. Mm -hmm. I was like, holy shit, you could be breathing one day and then not the next. You could be walking one day and then not the next. And it was like this fear had just been completely lifted from me which was so bizarre but it was like why are we so fearful every day from holding back and not showing ourselves um yeah that again was a huge driveway moment because I'm like holy shit we are only here for a snippet of time Mm. like what are we going to do with it so exciting like (laughs) what are we going to create babe Mm. what are we going to find what are we going to discover um so yeah I guess all of these driveway moments have led me to this point now where I'm like, wow, like I'm this person and I probably won't, you know, it'll probably shift again in, you know, another six months or whatever. A day. Another day. Yeah. It'll be another whole, you know, veil is lifted and I'll see the world differently or I'll see, um, you know, the collective other people differently. Like it's just, it's beautiful. All I can say that it's just, it's stunning. It is stunning. Like I know we say life is really fucking hard and it is really hard, but there is so much beauty in that fucking pain. It's like insanely beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Oh, yeah. This is some big questions that you're putting mm. out there though. Like mm. I think about that question, you know, who am I? Like who am I? And it's like, oh, I just, that like if we are willing to ask questions like that, mm. we are essentially saying we are, we're interested in the truth. We're mm. interested in the truth. We're interested in the truth. And that to me is so brave mm. because to actually pose that question to yourself and I'll only speak for myself, but for me to pose that question to myself and to keep coming back to it is to say, I'm really interested in the truth. I'm really interested in the truth of who I am, what I'm really here to do and what that's all about for me. And in doing that, I'm going to have to face all the things that stand in my way of really being able to see that Mm. all the, all my attachments, all the ways that I am, you know, playing the victim. Like I'm going to have to see, Mm. I'm going to have to face a lot within myself in order to really like to really hold that to actually to really arrive in that mm. version of me that is actually who I who I am or who I say I am well, yeah. because they're not the same thing to to say well this is who I am to be living it to be living it and saying it are not the same you know mm. what I mean like to really be facing it like to embody who you are mm. to embody what it is you believe in to embody the way you live mm. is very very different to be someone who says oh you know I'm this kind of person or I really like this or I really do that. Like I do these things, um, but to embody it and to, to, to be it, you have to face so much within yourself. Oh, you do. Like in every area of your life too, like not just what you see in the mirror, your relationships, 
right? Your bank account, your business, your creativity, like it's everywhere. Like we we Mm. have to be willing to really face the truth in these moments. And that's, you know, that's where, you know, you speak about, you know, how life is hard and that darkness, like it's hard both sides because it's like Mm. the depth of going in and really having to meet yourself there and reparent yourself and meet your wounds Mm. and and do all that beautiful work. It's excruciating, but there is, the trade-off is depth. The trade-off is knowing Mm. who the fuck you are. The trade-off is like, wow, like I, I'm solid in, in who I am. And that's, that creates this beautiful, I want to say, um, like a way of being able to stay open in the world, mm. regardless of sort of what's going on around you. And that's not to say we never shut down or close or dissociate or do those things. It's just like, there's more, there's more solidness in our being to be able to, to see that, meet that and, and then come out the other side without getting stuck there. Yeah. But it's on the other side of that. It's also super hard if you're never facing yourself, if you're never, ever fully facing the truth and you're mm. never really looking because everything you do to avoid the truth is going to be something that keeps you numb or keeps you distant or keeps you, mm. or keeps you dissonant, like from yourself, it's going to keep you disembodied. Mm. So to me, that's a harder life. So my hands go down to you, babe, because mm. you have obviously faced so much within yourself and it has created this beautiful gift. Like all of these, there's so many of these beautiful gifts. Mm. And I am a believer that our, everything that makes life so difficult and hard, every truth we face, every, you know, every part of us that we meet that we didn't want to look at mm. offers us a gift that Absolutely. we then contribute and use of service to the world. And your gifts are just beautiful thank you thank you i'm like what you do when you feel it though you're like oh i'm gonna get a really good gift out of this one like you really do and now it's just yeah it gets the point where you i don't know that fearfulness of facing it really shifts i truly truly believe that and being open to the found this is a really new one is just being open and soft enough like obviously like you're facing you're constantly looking you know and you're going deeper and deeper and deeper but also being fluid enough and flowy enough and open enough to be forever changing forever Mm. you know it's it's solid in yourself with who you are in that moment but also having the awareness around there's always like it's like we're everything and we're nothing and then we're 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 (laughs) we're strong in what we are but then we're also fluid because we're 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 changing and you know like it's so interesting it just blows my mind and now I'm like literally all I can look at like I'm just thinking of universal stars and like <laughs> line and butterflies <laughs> like it's just incredible mm-hmm. like everything matters and then nothing matters and then yeah it's the same with our healing work I think as well when we mm. you know it's I'm a huge believer that we don't actually have to dig for anything like no. if we and that you speak about being fluid and being open and if we are both of those things and also perhaps a little humble and a little brave and a little courageous then life will just give us the things we need to face mm. you know like we don't need to necessarily go digging we don't constantly have to be looking in the mirror mm. like and I think this is where you know for me personally I have gotten stuck in the past is like just that constant looking at myself that constant like you know, I need to do this better. I need to do that better. Mm. And like pulling out all my shadows and trying to do all this deep, deep, deep work, Mm. which is not the same as living fully in your life and letting life initiate you. Yeah. Just being, just being and being like, Oh, okay. Ouch. That hurt. Mm. 
that person is like triggering me so hard right now. Not shying away from it. Yeah, and just being like, okay, that's where, that's the portal. That's Mm. the key. That's that unlocks the door. And now it's, now it's on me to do that work. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not the same as sort of being like, you know, I'm certainly so guilty of this in the past of just like reading books and just constantly trying to improve and Mm. then constantly trying to get better and better and better. And that like, that really serves a perfectionist in me that like mm. needs to get it right. And the like again, the gift in that is I know a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you give me a topic about anything, I'll know something. Mm. But like it's it's also simultaneously exhausting. It's so exhausting. <laughs> I've been there too and now I'm just like it's just easier to be and let it come and, and be fluid enough to be, you know, forever changing and, and just look at it when it does come, be like, Okay, well that's that's an ouch, but it's so interesting because it's so exhausting. <laughs> Yeah. so exhausting because you need to know all the things you need to know all the things you need to know it all <laughs> you need to be able to look at every single little dark um yeah. corner yeah it's very interesting and it's funny how the work actually then becomes the shadow like you yeah. can't see then you're stuck <laughs> <laughs> you're stuck draining this swamp that you think it's oh it's just i love when you talk about the swamp <laughs> Like a voice. I think I've told you a few times in voice message. I'm just over here draining, draining the swamp. (laughs) Just drowning the swamp. Yeah. Just working my way through. Yeah. (laughs) Like, cool, I'm here, babe. (laughs) But it's there's a lightness when you when you just be when you just let go and be. And just be open to what is is coming up for you, what what's making Mm. you feel uncomfortable. Lean into that, feel that ouch at that time. But just have fun with it as well. Yeah. I feel like that's what is lacking. You know, we get so serious about these fires and they really fucking hurt. Like yeah. they do. I'm not yes. going to lie. It really <laughs> they're hurts. hard. Yeah. It, they're really hard. Yeah. But when you bring some light into it and you have a bit of a giggle about it, like, oh, that was dramatic or whatever. Like it's hilarious. It's mm. actually hilarious. And it lightens it straight away. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's having that acceptance as well. Um, we're so judgmental on ourselves. We're so harsh on ourselves. Yeah. So harsh. Stop <laughs> being so harsh. Yeah. And I guess that loops us all the way back around to where we started with, um, you know, having those people in our lives that can be that mirror for us as well, that mm. can show us that there is a lighter side to the healing. Yeah, you know, because often what I find is actually usually when I'm experiencing some sort of, you know, reckoning with myself, you're close close to something similar but like there have been other times (laughs) (laughs) but there have been other times we've been at the polar end Mm. like the opposite ends yeah and you're that mirror for that softness and that humility and that is so especially when you're really in it Mm. and I I just really want people to hear that because it is when you're in it it is really really hard it is it is exactly and Oh, we can be so harsh on ourselves, so harsh. We look with the harshest of eyes, like back on. I know for myself, back, you know, past stuff, I look at this and I judge myself and I'm like, was I playing a victim there or was I, why was I open to that? Like there's just so much stuff that we're so harsh. So having that person there to to soften, to soften you, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It changes so much. It's honestly one of my most like favorite um, it's the most precious thing about having teachers and mentors for me mm. in my life. And I know it's the same for my clients too. It's just mm. having that presence that, and it's just a different energy, a different, it's, it's so tender and it's so soft. And, and no matter what you're going through, that ground is so sturdy with mm. them. And yeah. 
that that's again wrapping around what we said before it's like because you've been there and you really you've been it like mm. you've been it you've experienced the depths of that it's not to say you won't do it again but you've you've walked there and it's kind of given you mm. the capacity to really trust what someone else is going through so you can bring the lightness doesn't come through through this like overly hyper positive like uh, no. it's quality it's the trust that you have mm. that brings that softness it's like oh baby i know how hard that is for you mm. right now i can really feel that and you're doing amazing mm. and it's that trust that unwavering mm. trust that they offer that we offer and it's mm. and you and you just feel that like you feel yeah. it on a heart level and you're like ah. Oh. and without hearing the words you're going to be okay you feel like mm. it's going to pass truly yeah yeah that's it that's exactly right yeah really want to honor the time boundary for you today (laughs) my love um is there anything that you would i know this won't be the last time no i literally thought that i'm like yeah "Yeah, we have too much to talk about for so many different things i love all the different directions that our conversations go and how literally anyone could be tuning in at any time and just the right thing will be like oh Mm. and it just drops for them so yeah i'm really really grateful for you thank you for just sharing thank you for having me this little bit thank you um and is there anything that you would like to leave um i think what's dropping in now is just being gentle with yourself and just be playful i think that's a big thing that's really dropping in now to share is just being gentle being gentle with all the fires that you've walked through or you know every thought um that you may have about yourself too. Like I wanted to, we speak a lot about, you know, um, the words that we speak, especially the thoughts that we have about ourselves, you know, make them blessings, don't make them curses. You know, there's enough people in the world that are speaking, you know, horrible things or whatever. Like it's such a huge thing with our words, the words that we, and thoughts that we have about ourselves, make them blessings, don't make them curses. Um, if you're saying to yourself, you know, I always do that, or, you know, this is a really deeply embedded pattern that, you know, I just can't seem to get out of, or, you know, I'm not worthy enough, whatever. Like this is, you know, you're cursing yourself, turn them into blessings, you know, and feel them deep in your heart. Um, and you'll be so, so blown away with, with what starts to shift when you start speaking blessings. So speak blessings upon yourself, not curses. Be gentle, be playful. Yeah, that. life is good. Life is good, baby. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> life is good. <laughs> Mic drop. Oh, thank you so much. You're beautiful. welcome, darling. I love you. You're welcome. Love you too. Well, there you have it, my friends. The very first episode of the Circle of Life podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it, and I'm so grateful that you've listened in today. If you found value in what you heard today, please don't forget to like, comment, and share with the people in your world. Or better yet, please consider becoming a free or paid subscriber on the Circle of Life Substack. Both Roxy and I would absolutely love to hear what felt like medicine to you. You can leave a comment below or you can tune in to my Instagram at the Circle of Life with Ellen and let me know. You can send me a message. You can tag me. Um, you can do whatever it is you would like to do to connect with me to let me know that there was something that just touched your heart today Um, and same with Roxy you can find her at Roxy R-O-X-Y underscore earth U-R-T-H and uh, you can also reach out and let her know what you found really valuable today once again everything that we spoke about um, was just off the top of our heads off the top of our hearts today 
Um, so we didn't get a chance to really speak about what it is and, and where you can find Roxy. Um, but I have linked everything up in the show notes just in case you weren't able to get through the introduction of today's episode where I did unpack what Roxy does and where you can find her. Um, nonetheless, everything is available in the show notes below and yeah, you can go check it out. All right, my loves, thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. I have some really beautiful guests lined up for the coming months and it's just going to be all systems go from here. I'm sending you so much love wherever you are in the world. Take care. situation set up we'll need to do it so many times because i think once we get started stuff just rolls yeah there is so much stuff we can dive into like crevices everywhere there's so many crevices that was just like